Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes is brought to you by the following sponsors. This is Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes for Tuesday, November 19th, 2019. My name is Chad LeMann. I'm back in the shop. Uh, let me catch you guys up. Friday, I got shanghai into doing home improvement projects. Um, so I didn't get back down here. Uh, yesterday, I did come down and... Just to kind of get myself back in the swing of things, I just started dinking around, basically. I um, I tried to flatten the top of my bench uh, with mixed results. I've got a low spot, whatever. Um, it looks cleaner, just because I took off the layer of crud. Um, I just, it's unfinished, and if you haven't heard about it before, it's just for spruce, I believe, Doug fir. Uh, for Doug fir four by fours from the home center um screwed to a table basically a stoutly made table uh, screwed up into the bottom of screwed up through the bottom into the into the four by fours um, i chop on this i've cut into it on either side of my vise i've got screws in it as a planing stop right now <clears throat> excuse me i've got um some dog uh, some hold fast holes drilled in it but the hold fast that i have is too small to reach through and wedge properly, so I don't use that. I could bore out the bottom of the holes, but I haven't gotten to that. Probably never will. I've got a couple of, uh, those are probably half-inch holes at one end that I put little uh, pegs in as a planing stop, but I've since just kind of said whatever, and I'm just putting uh, some Phillips steel wood screws Right into the uh, right into the bench um, to use as a planing stop now. So that's that. Uh, all right. So the bench. What else did I do? I tried to plane a piece of um, shaker box uh, shaker box side ben, uh, bending stock. Um, oh, I tuned up my what's it called? Oh my god! Okay, I tuned up my. Joint, uh, my jointer plane, um, took it all the way apart, took the frog off, uh, put a little oil on the adjustment screw, um, cleaned it all up, and uh, put it back together. I'd sharpened, and I realized that I've glazed my new oil stones with mineral oil. So mineral oil, just straight up food-grade mineral oil. It's too viscous, or maybe it's too cold in here. I don't know. At any rate, I glazed those. I was wondering why I wasn't getting any 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 cutting action out of my stones. I flipped one over, and it was like a whole new world. So, um, yeah, don't use plain old mineral oil. I plan on cutting my mineral oil with some mineral spirits. Um, I'm thinking about a 50-50. I don't know. Doesn't look that thick, but to uh, this is probably going to be too thick. Also, to yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I've I, I did some research on it today, and and some people advocate using mineral spirits um, on a superfine stone, as is. So yeah, uh, I'll cut my mineral oil e either fifty fifty or more. Mineral spirits, 
to mineral oil, but that's what I'm going to do just so I don't glaze the second side of these things and have to clean them. I, I watch some people clean them on uh, YouTube and, um, yeah, be nice to be able to avoid that. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So I tried to plane, um, one of these bedding stock sides and I had a hard time doing it. Um, I should pull out. I, I, I did it both with the joiner plane and, and with my smoothing plane. And I've made kind of a mess of the surface here. It's not torn out, but it's definitely not smooth. I've like where the plane is like skipped. Um, I guess I could probably try to plane that out, but in, in planing this, I use some carpet tape to stick it to a board, um, because it's a, basically a 16th of an inch thick. Um, and I split it trying to pull up the carpet tape. Uh, luckily for me, the split is going to be within or between the fingers so I can, I can cut that little split out. Um, but, uh, I don't have a good way to plane this. And just based off yesterday, I don't want to be planning these, uh, at least with the hard maple, maybe the cherry would be a different story, but I'm going to, I'm going to bend this side as is. It's going to have character because it's got that irregular surface on it. Um, we'll see how that looks, I guess. That's what I've been up to. All right, so I just got down here. I'm going to, um, I'm going to get set up to boil a shaker box side. So let's do that, and then while that's going, I'll figure something else out. All right, my water's boiling, and I just threw in my my box side. I spent a few minutes preparing that. Um, I used my block plane to take uh, what'll be the inside of the overlap uh, down to zero. You can actually see light through it. I didn't take a picture of that. I should have, but I didn't. Um, that worked fine. As I was checking it, I put a little split in it, so that was dumb. Um, and then uh, I drilled I drilled my holes, I cut out my fingers, and as I was um, using the knife to put a little chamfer on the fingers, on the last finger, uh, everything slid off of the block that I was working on so I don't cut into my workbench. And... Um, I split. I, I split between one, between two of the fingers. So um, this box is already pretty well flawed. Um, I'm gonna go ahead with trying to bend it anyway to see if it works, to see how it works, um, to practice getting tacks in, to see if I can fix it, to see if there's a fix once you've split fingers. Um, yeah. So I just threw it into the. Um, the bending box and we'll we'll see how that goes um, what was I going to do I don't know I'll figure something out okay I'm going to stop for a minute um, 
so while while I was steaming or soaking or whatever it is, I um I started working on what'll be a clamp to hold the fingers down. Uh, it's basically going to be a piece of wood with a appropriate appropriately sized kerf cut into it um, that I can um, slip down over the the box sides once they're lined up, and that should help me to uh, to hammer in the um, the tacks. Um, I I let the thing soak and boil for for 25 minutes. Uh, the timer went off, so I cleaned up my bench. I got out my anvil, uh, my my bending form, um, and a hammer, uh, and I I got my tacks ready and spread those out. Um, and I was able to get it a lot tighter around the bending form, which was encouraging. Um, and I held it in my left hand with the fingers pointing into my palm. Um, and I put in the first row of tacks, which are the furthest away from the tip, tip of the fingers. Now, once you do that, you're no longer in danger of splitting fingers because so you can let go of one or more fingers at a time and they, they shouldn't split down. Um, I got the, so there's the first row that's not on the fingers. Then there's a, um, attack kind of halfway up each finger. And then there's an attack at the end. Um, I got the first, the first row, no problem. The first two fingers, the, the first knuckle, we call it, uh, no problem. And then I started I don't know what happened, but um, I started like getting the tack started, and then rather than go straight down and hit the anvil and hook over and peen over, um, it just slid to the side and it didn't peen. Um, I'm not sure what that was about. I carried on. I did. I did the last finger, um, and between one of the last fingers is where the split was. So, um, the split that I put it before soaking, not a big deal. Uh, worst case scenario, I could just make it shorter by a finger. Um, the second, uh, no, the last, the, the last fingers, first knuckle tack, I guess, it, no problem there. Um, and then when I was trying to do uh, the first fingers uh, at the end, that tack, the like third finger knuckle tack popped back out. Um, so I tried to put another one in, um, and it just it's over. Once the tack comes out, it's it's kind of over. I've discovered. Um, trying to rescue that, I get more of that slipping action rather than peening action. Um, let me see this thing. I'm gonna have to sweep. There's gotta be tacks all over. Ah, uh, the I yeah. At any rate, um, trying to fix it and having tack, uh, the tacks pop out. Um, and then it split on me as I was 
tapping it down in a new in a new spot. Um, I lost my cool, and I I guess I just said to hell with it, and I slapped it on the side with the hammer. Um, that split my perfect uh, my perfect grain on my anvil. I've got that perfectly quarter sawn anvil. Um, split it perfectly down that grain. The the shaker box side went flying, and I mean it kind of looks like a slinky right now. Um, the the pipe from my anvil fell to the floor, and then the hammer, uh, the head fell off my hammer. Um, so that was kind of funny, I guess. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna straighten up a little bit. That's what I'm gonna do. All right, I figured out what I'm gonna do. Um, I just made a new anvil. I'll put a picture of that on Instagram. I just I also um, during my break I took a few minutes to uh, make a, an Instagram post of my the aftermath of my hissy fit so you can check those pictures out or it's a single picture um yeah i just made a new anvil it took me about 60 seconds um i grabbed a big chunk of 10 quarter pine that was a, a header or something here in the house before they put a doorway in um didn't clean it up whatsoever i drilled the right size hole in it and screwed the pipe into it i'm back in business as far as that goes um should i bother i've got other hammers i'm gonna uh, balls i don't know what to do i think i'm gonna not make a shaker box right now i think i need a break from that i'm tempted to you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to... I was tempted to, to make a new handle for this hammer. Um, but having a, never done that, I can imagine it would take me forever. So I am going to keep working on the clamp uh, for the shaker boxes. Um, yeah, wish me luck. As a side note, um, I think I know where I went wrong uh, with the shaker box sides that exploded on me, causing um, a calamity. Um, I think I made it too thin. <clears throat> I think the tacks, as they were going into, they would go through the, my pre-drilled holes, and then as they were going through the inside material, there wasn't enough material there um, to guide them straight down through the wood. Uh, when I thinned it, I thinned it too much. Um, not me uh, meaning that it wasn't too thin, but I thinned too much of the material. I should be thinning it. Um, on the overlap, on the overlap, past the tacks, so it should be full thickness um, where the tacks go in. 
that wouldn't explain why I was having such problem on the fingers because that wasn't as thin. Maybe I shouldn't be uh, planing this down to a thinner. Oh, that's probably it. That's probably it. That's probably the problem. Those ones work. Those ones work. That's full thickness. And that's thinner. That's it. I guess I need to uh, figure out how to deal with the full thickness here. Not, not skip playing the whole thing to give it a... Yeah, that's it. Okay. Lesson learned. That was embarrassing. Okay, um, so I'll be back in action when it's time to make a new shaker box, but I'm going to take the rest of the day to, uh, to make this little clamp apparatus. Okay, I feel better. All right, so I quit making the clamp. I laid it out wrong, and before I started cutting, I decided that... Um, I should not make a clamp. Uh, so I, I've been working on the, uh, taking a twist. I've been working on the straight edge. I've got it. And then this is probably gonna blow up in my face too because uh, the videos that I watch and what I remember is you want quarters on perfectly quarter-sawn material, and I've got perfectly face-sawn material, so much so that I've got, I mean, you could, if this was longer, you could make a bow out of it. It is nearly like perfect, it's, it's like perfect grain. Um, what I will end up doing is sawing about six or eight inches off of this, so it's completely perfect grain. Um, basically down to a growth ring on one side, and a growth ring on the other side. Um, I mean, I'm this far into it right now. So, yeah, so I've got two sides basically, yeah, I've got two sides parallel. The two faces are parallel, that is. Um, I've got one, uh, one edge nearly square and the other, the other edge not square. Um, This stuff right now is, well, let's measure the other side here. Let me see here. Just a whisker under a half inch thick. Um, it's definitely pine. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm at a growth ring on one side and a growth ring on the other. Um, Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. About fifteen nice tight growth rings across and across the squarish edge. Um, so this this straight edge is fifteen years and whatever two weeks in the making right now. We'll see if this works. We'll see if if the the working edge moves um if this doesn't work no that's oak oak is supposed to move like crazy if this doesn't work i don't know i'll probably 
ask for a, I don't know, a Starrett or a woodpecker or some such thing, straight edge that's made out of metal. I don't even know. I'm, yeah, today kind of went sideways on me, so, um, yeah. But I think I should go upstairs and straighten up a little bit. So, this has been Hand Tool Wood Sorry, Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes for today. Uh, I think it's Tuesday. Um, my name is Chad LeMay. You can check it out on Instagram, hashtag Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes, or you can search me out, uh, Chad LeMay, on Instagram. You can check out my website, um, and I suspect one of you has, what is it, somebody in Arkansas, I think. Thanks for checking out my website. Um, yeah. Okay. Tomorrow's going to be better, assuming I can get down here. Seems like whenever I say that, I get waylaid, but thanks for listening again. This has been an embarrassing day.